In today's episode, we are going to jump straight into scripture and learn about how God made our bodies good and how he made our bodies on purpose and for a purpose and how that changes our view of our body so that we are exercising and eating healthy as a get to and not a have to. All right, let's go. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. So we're going to jump right in. We are starting with Genesis 1.31. We're going to read this first, and then I'm just going to expound upon this to help us understand why, how our theology of God, our view of God, and what we believe about Him so radically impacts how we view our health and our fitness. Genesis 1.31. God saw all that He had made, and it was very good indeed. Evening came and then morning, the sixth day. I'm going to back up a little bit and share a story here. I remember the very first instance in my life where I felt insecure about my body. I was in fifth grade, and up until then, I don't remember ever having thoughts about my body, good or bad. Uh, my grandmother was helping my sister and I get ready for picture day at school, and I remember her saying, be sure to cover your ears so they don't stick out in the picture. Immediately, I felt a sense of shame about my ears. And from then on, I was always self-conscious about them. Now, she didn't mean anything by that. And I, and I understand she was just trying to help me look good for picture day and for my parents because they weren't there in that moment. Um, but it hurt deep in a way that I never that stuck with me for a very long time. And to that point, um, I was so self-conscious about them that I barely wore my hair up until high school or wore a hat until high school because I was so afraid of what my ears looked like. And even then, I tried to find a way to, you know, peek some hair. If I did pull up, pull my hair up, I would try to find a way to peek some hair around my ears so that they didn't stick out so much. And even if I, I probably really didn't start wearing hats until college or later because of the way my ears would stick out from underneath the hat. And if I did have a hat, I would try to make sure the edges of the hat covered my ears and more pinned my ears back. Crazy, right? You know, like the things 
that you do for your body when you feel like something in your body isn't right. And I tell you this story because it was important for me to trace back to the very first time I ever felt like there was something wrong with my body. That was the first moment I felt like my body wasn't the way that it should be and that something was wrong and that it needed to be covered up and fixed. Have you had moments like that before? I'm sure you have. Most women have where you've looked at yourself and thought, I should be fill in the blank, whatever that is. Maybe it's you fill that blank in with skinnier. I should be skinnier. Maybe you fill that blank in with stronger. I should be stronger. I should be healthier. I should be more toned. I should understand this by now. For goodness sakes, I'm this age. Um, No matter what you have thought about your body before, I want to tell you something I wish someone had told my fifth grade little self. Your body is good. And I appreciate so much the work that Jess Connolly is doing in her book, Breaking Free from Body Shame. That is something you, if you haven't read that before, you want to read that. I am so thankful for that book as it reiterated this, what I have been teaching my clients for years about your body being good and being made good. And she does it in such a beautiful way. But I want us to travel back. Remember, I read Genesis 131. I want us to travel back in history a moment and trace some truth. We're traveling all the way back to the Garden of Eden where life itself began. You trace back a lot of things to the Garden of Eden, just FYI. But if we look at our Bibles again in Genesis 131, it says, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. What had he just created? He created man and woman, Adam and Eve, and he said that they were very good out of all the things that he created. Only after making humans did he say it was very good. Everything else was good. Humans were very good. A righteous and holy God can only make good things. Now, of course, later on in Genesis, we see uh, just even a chapter later that sin enters the garden and brings consequences. And some of those consequences we see in our flesh right here and right now and every single day. We see disease. We see severe health conditions, body image issues. Hello, me trying to cover up my ears for years. We see mechanically processed foods, dying flesh, so much more. Our bodies are decaying every single day. But while, yes, we have the consequences of sin affecting our body every single day, when we choose, it is a choice to believe that God made me good and very good then I choose to believe that God is good. And by choosing to believe that God is good and he made my body initially good, intentionally good, then it it allows me to believe that he made my body on purpose and for a purpose. If he wanted to just make me a floating soul, he could have, but he didn't. He didn't do that for me. He didn't do that for you. God is a God of order and structure, and he had a reason for each and everything that he created. And so it is with our bodies, with your body, with my body, when we make the choice to believe that God made our bodies good and on purpose, then we begin to reframe our mind about what we do with our bodies and how that matters in his kingdom. You see, by believing God is good, then we're believing that he made us good. 
initially, right? You know, we talked about their sin there, but it begins to help us by, by believing that he is good, by believing that he made us good, our body good, then that helps us reframe our mind to see and understand like why what food we put in our body matters, why exercising our body matters. Even though our exact earthly bodies won't be with us in heaven, that doesn't mean it doesn't have to have a purpose in the here and now. God made you good. He made your body good. And ultimately, that means that you have to make a choice to treat it as such, not to elevate. Now, mind you, don't elevate your body over who God is, which is what I have done in my past. I have idolized fitness and health in my body, but we aren't meant to idolize it. However, we are meant to honor it and treat it with respect because he made it for us with a purpose. God is good and he made our body good. There were two things that happened the day that my grandma made those that comment about my ears. Even though it wasn't intentional on her part, I believe there, I'd venture to say there were two, about two lies that I believed that day. One, I believed that something in my body was a mistake. And two, that something in myself or my body wasn't enough. Two lies I began believing that day. And it's subtle how it happens. Whether at a young age or in the heat of a moment that a comment is made, a belief can be set for years or even life. And in believing that something in my body was a mistake or not enough, I was inadvertently believing that God had made it that way. At the depth of those lies that I and, and the beliefs that I held for years, which also helped catapult me into that obsession of fitness and idolizing my body above things, was actually a misconstrued reality that God had made a mistake with my body. I believed that I was not enough, even in Christ, because we were only enough in Christ, but and that God had made me that way. And yet what took me far too long to realize was that God can only make good things. And what happened was that there was actually a subtle attack and lie on who God is and how he created. And it, and it was being reflected through my view of my body and my thoughts on it. And in Genesis 131, if you remember, we see that when he made humans, he made them very good. But I didn't actually believe that in the moment. I was told that there was something wrong about my body. And there would be more instances where things were said later on in life about my body as well from other people. But I believed that my body was imperfect and not enough. So therefore, I must have been created wrong or with something shameful about me because something wasn't right. But that's not the end of the story. God is good. And we've talked about that. And he made us very good. While the effects of sin are still apparent in our bodies each and every day, when we choose to believe that God is good, which he is, that is a belief about who God is, then we apply that to our lives and see that God is good. Circumstances are good. My body is good the way God created it. He did not make a mistake. While sin and the effects of sin have marred my body and life in general and genetics because of the effects of sin, while that may have marred my body, 
God still sees my body as good and he wants me to use my God, my body for good because he made it good. He made it on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. And we use our bodies as, as a way we encounter God in our body. So while, yes, we need to take care of our body, we also need to see that our body has a purpose. It's not just here for, you know, kicks and giggles. It is here to have a purpose. And by utilizing strength training, resistance training, exercise, nutrition, eating healthy, and fueling our bodies well, we are living and taking hold of an abundant life with him. Whatever that looks like for you in your season, it's going to look like different things for different women. Because the Lord has callings on different people's lives. But ultimately, at the end of it all, the bottom of it is that the Lord gave us our bodies for a reason. And we need to honor our bodies for him as an act of worship to him so that we can serve our church as well, so that we can serve our families well, our community well, our spouse well, wherever you are, our body and its effects and how it feels affects what we can do. And so here's some things. Some questions that you can ask yourself after listening to this is just, how do you think you can reshape your mindset to start seeing the way, seeing your body as the way God intended it? What small choices can you make today to do that? So how do you think you can reshape your mindset to start seeing your body as the way God intended it? And what small choices can you make today to do that? If you're looking for more short devotionals like this, I have a PDF on my website. I'll link it in the bio below. I would love for you to check that out. The Lord has given me this, this ability to read scripture. Of course, as we look and we go into scripture, we're always reading it through the lens of what am I learning about the Lord? What attributes of God am I seeing? What am I, how am I building my relationship with him in that moment? But he's also given me this unique lens to see scripture and to be able to see how it applies to our physical body as well. And that's how awesome the Lord is. The Lord takes people in different ways and teaches people and gives them this lens of how to read things and how to view things and how to help other people see that as well. Just like, in, you know, like pastors or preachers or teachers, those things. He gives them that gift to be able to see that and utilize it and teach that to others. And I love that how he has intertwined my fitness journey with my faith journey to be able to share this with you and share how God is good. God is good and God made your body good. And that is the depth of why we do what we do in exercise and fitness and nutrition. In the the in the SD Fitwell realm, my business, my company, that is the the underlying reason for why we do a lot of what we do. And results may come. Yes, results will come. Change will come physically as well and feeling more energetic and feeling good in your body. But ultimately, if we know why God made our body for good. We know that he made it for good and on purpose and for purpose. That is the catapult and the springboard for everything else we do in our health and our fitness journey.
I mentioned Jess Connolly earlier. She has a great book about how to reorient your mindset on how to view your body through the lens of scripture and the gospel, and that is called Breaking Free from Body Shame. But I want to end on a quote from her book. Here it goes. In the kingdom, you are not the one naming your body good. It's not your thoughts repeated over and over again until you believe yourself. Uh, Side note here, that's what the world wants you to do. You're actually taking your cues and following the God who created the universe. So here are some questions that you can ask yourself as you think about this and process through this podcast today. How do you think you can reshape your mindset to start seeing your body as the way God intended it? And what small choices or actions can you make today to do that? I'd love for you to share that with me. Send me a message on Instagram at SDFitWell and share with me how you make small choices to see your body the way God intended it. Until next time, friends. Bye. Hey, Fit Fam. It's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable, and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.